This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, Predator Free Dunedin is a conservation collective of uh, more than 20 organisations working collaboratively to protect native biodiversity and strengthen communities. They've had some good news recently, a funding boost of more than $7 million. We thought we'd take an opportunity to find out uh, how those funds will be applied. Kimberly Collins joins us now. Morena, great to have you with us, Kimberly. Good morning. That's a nice way to start the year. It is. It's very exciting. Um, so we are able to expand and accelerate all of the work we're currently doing thanks to this funding, and it's extremely exciting. Where did the funds come from? So we had $3.91 million from Predator Free 2050 Limited. So they're a crown-owned company um, that is delivering funds through the government Jobs for Nature program. Um, we've also got support from Juanita Forest Products and its parent company New Forest and City Forest and also the AAW Jones Trust. So it's a significant sum. Uh, give us some context around that um, and, and what is that going to enable you to be able to do? Yeah, so Predator Free Dunedin has been around since 2018 and we currently work across 30,000 hectares of Dunedin's urban and rural landscapes. So this new funding allows us to expand our area. Um, we're going to be doubling the operational area to include another 37,500 hectares um, and that extends to the west of State Highway 1 right out across some of our most treasured conservation areas like Silver Peak and Silver Stream and Mount Allen. And we're going to be doing possum control across those areas and then also pockets of stoat control, which is really important for native wildlife and particularly birds. And as you know, that area is home to a really amazing, diverse range of species like the uh, South Island robin, New Zealand falcon, we've got kaka, there's obviously still bellbirds and kurimako, um, and tui across that landscape. Possums at the top of the list um, uh, for all of those areas, I guess. Why can must you sort of control those before you move on to others? Yeah, so possums are um, pretty damaging for our environment. Uh, they obviously eat a huge amount of vegetation, which is not good for our forest health, but they also do predate on native bird eggs and chicks, and in some cases adults. So um, we're actually making the most of an opportunity in that area because osprey is already working across those landscapes. And so what we're doing is following their operations to control bovine tuberculosis by putting out a permanent trap network that's going to keep possum numbers low. Um, but we are also targeting stoats and we're also going after rats because they are all damaging our native biodiversity and we really want to see our nature thrive and particularly given that Dunedin is the wildlife capital of New Zealand. Some of that money you mentioned came from Predator Free 2050 uh, and are we going to see jobs come out of this? Yeah, that's right. So this is part of the government's Jobs for Nature funding. So um, it means that we're able to create a number of new jobs uh, for people to... Um, come into and, and work across our project so there will be um, jobs advertised in the next sort of few months but it also means we can extend our current jobs that we fund uh, beyond 2023. It means we can take those out to 2025 which is great because it means that there's stability and also of course jobs do feed back into our economy um, which is particularly important with the COVID situation and that's the purpose of this funding.
As we've talked about before, Kimberly, this is very much a collaborative effort uh, through uh, many organisations, but also members of the public as well. How much uh, effort will be going into bringing the public along with you on this? Oh, it's totally critical. Um, you know, we can't do the work that we do without the support of our Dunedin residents, um, and it's already coming through. You know, we have a huge amount of support. We've got hundreds of volunteers and people who have traps in their backyards across our operational area. Um, we really do think that people see the, the value in this kind of work, particularly with more native birds coming back to the city and visiting people's backyards. And I think, yeah, we're really starting to see um, the impacts of all of our hard work. Where can people go to find out more about your work and to follow progress and even support what you're doing? So we have a website, predatorfreedunedin.org, and we're also on Facebook. Um, yeah, people can go along and read about the work we do and what this new funding means and also find out how they can get involved as a volunteer or even by making a donation. Are you ready to hit the ground running now with that, that additional funding? Oh, we're so excited. I think everyone's fizzing. They're ready to go. Um, Yeah, can't wait. No limitations around um, COVID-19 and the work you do. A lot of it's outdoors, I guess. So, Yeah, a lot of it's outdoors. And, um, you know, we've got really clear policies in place for how we manage that because obviously we want to make sure that people are healthy and happy before anything else. So we'll hope for the best, but obviously there's no telling what will happen around the pandemic. Well, it's fantastic news uh, and congratulations. Really nice to hear that the projects you're doing are being supported that way and that uh, there'll be a few jobs in it too. I'm sure we'll catch up again, Kimberly, about the progress you're making. Thanks for joining us on the Awesome Morning Show. Thanks for having me. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.